I am a sister. I am a man. I am a wife. I am a daughter. I am Chinese. I am a son. I am American. I am Asian. I am Canadian. We, we are all Joksing, and you are tuning into the Bamboo Star Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the BS Podcast. Hopefully, there has been a little improvement in our sound quality because we found some new. Uh, we finally got to upgrade a little bit. Yay! Yay! But uh, once again, um, I am here joined with my lovely co-hosts. We have Asunta, Angelina, and we are a bunch of Chinese individuals growing up. In the Western culture, and the Bamboo Star podcast is to highlight our thoughts and our experiences among the world. And today we have—I um, don't know if I want to call it a special topic, but something that has been uh, on top of mind, especially since the inception,、uh, has to do a little bit with why this podcast even started in the first place, or at least the discussions for the the basis, the foundation of this podcast. Loi, would you like to present the la topic? <laughs> so today's topic is going to be around death and how I guess it's either influenced or been a part of our lives, or even just I guess what feels like a taboo subject to really talk about, especially at home. So I feel like it's probably taboo in most cultures. Or an uncomfortable topic to talk about. Yeah, not think, necessarily taboo. Even when I brought it up, I guess it's it's weird because even when I brought it up again when we were talking about like, oh, what topic are we doing again? I was like, we're gonna talk about the death episode, and I was like, oh, <laughs> it might be a little too soon, but you know, we'll see where this goes. Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I mean, hopefully through this this ep- episode, we can explain and. A lot more in terms of why this is such a prominent kind of、uh, topic. Hoping, hopefully, we'll maybe we'll revisit it. Hopefully, it doesn't take two episodes to actually get through everything.、Mm-hmm. But、um, this is a little bit more of a heavy, heavy topic.、Um, and hopefully,、uh, we can at least share、uh, amongst ourselves and experience a little bit more.、Uh, and then, of course, sharing with you, the listener,、uh, and maybe you bring up a really interesting topic for you to talk about, or even just at least think about. Yeah. So,、um, before we even jump right in, I guess、uh, as I mentioned, this is a very prominent,、uh, really pertinent topic in terms of why we de- why we created this、uh, podcast.、Um, and maybe a lot of people don't know, but、uh, actually, is it within the last year? Yeah, yeah,、last、yeah, yeah, yeah. It's within、last. the this, last year. Yeah, well, this been year, maybe half a year. It's been a little a over little, half a yeah, year. A yeah, maybe、half. like eight months or so. Um, our grandpa passed away.、Um, Angelina and myself,、um, and I guess Asunta as part of the family. Grandpa-in-law,、um, I guess. Grandpa, yeah, grandpa, <laughs> grandpa-in-law. Yeah. Our、um, for those people in I guess in Chinese culture, we would、uh, call him Gong Gong,、uh, which is our grandfather on our mom's side. Yeah.、Um, which, if you listen to our previous episode about like family relations. <laughs> There's a lot of like so if it was our grandfather on our dad's side, oh yeah, yeah. But、yeah. then it's our、uh, grandpa on our mom's side, so he's our gong gong.、Um, he passed away.、Uh, it was、um, 
I guess it was pretty difficult. It was really difficult for us uh, in terms of, at least for me, it was kind of like the first kind of family member in the family, uh, extended family wise to go. Uh, and it gave me a lot to think about. Let me correct you that he technically not the first nope, extended yeah, family, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just because of our like how close we were to him True. versus yeah. our dad's side of the family because our mama, which is our dad's mom, passed away um, several years ago. Actually, I don't mm-hmm. even like I was not close with her, so I don't even really recall when yeah. she passed. Yeah, I think it was it, well, it was and we were a bit more removed or kept away from it. It was more of like, oh, the situation happened. And then we were kind of told and we're like, oh, and we weren't at that time she was in Hong Kong and we were in, we were in the States. Yeah. And like we didn't even yeah. get a chance to go back. Yeah. So it, and it was, so it was a little more removed. But this one was like we were actually there <laughs> in person when he left. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was it was traumatic yet also blessed in a certain extent if you're trying to find a silver lining let's just say yeah but we will not be going into the details of it yeah that's that's that might be a little bit too much but um going back into why this is such a big thing is because actually um the the things that happened afterhand afterwards especially even from like immediately like within the few first maybe hours couple hours hours, all the way through like funeral planning everything um I realized personally, at least for myself, was that I wasn't really familiar with traditions of Chinese culture or Western cultures in dealing with death. And to me, it was something taboo uh, to a certain extent. A lot of times I felt a lot more taboo because people didn't talk about it. And I was like, well, this is to me, I felt like this was a very natural thing to a certain extent or something that it's going to happen to everybody. Right. You, me, we can't really necessarily live forever unless we see bicentennial man where we switch out all our organs into robotic pieces or something vice versa in the movie but anyways Mm -hmm. like we're not gonna live forever so it's kind of like well this people should know about this and people should actually talk about this but i feel like people don't or people might talk about it but it feels like oh yeah we'll brush it off or people joke about it kind of thing but no one ever really does it seriously in a certain extent until Shit hits the fan. Sorry, I'm just going to intervene and just say, I don't think that is necessarily true. I just think that, if anything, like, there was a conversation, at least in your family, is just maybe that conversation wasn't held with you guys. True, yeah, yeah. And that's why you guys feel so removed from it, or we all feel so removed from it, because... Fair enough. Well, yeah, we don't know what happened. We wouldn't have known what to do anyway. Yeah. So, I feel... There's no course on how to deal with family death or there is but probably not or maybe even if i guess if you don't experience it you won't necessarily think about it because you're like ooh, i don't want to think about that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah and i think like most people tend to be more optimistic in life so like when they have to think about the end of someone's life they're typically not going to prepare themselves for it to happen because they don't want it to happen mm-hmm. so it ends up being a you learn kind of too late at that point yeah and then it becomes like experiential learning i guess like learn on the job i don't know actually i know some people who have planned like their death like what will happen when they go like they prepare themselves like you don't have to worry about it it's yeah yeah yeah, but i think when it actually does happen it's kind of like you can almost never be prepared for it and uh, no i think person no no i agree like the person who has to deal with it 
can like emotionally you're never going to be prepared even yeah. though you feel like you have done everything you can and you like you might have prepared yourself you say okay this is coming this is happening mm-hmm. yeah, but like yeah, inside yeah. there's always going to be a part where you're like that that just happened yeah you know but what i'm trying to say is um, for the person who's going there like i know people who are like oh okay well i'm not gonna live forever oh, yeah, well yeah. i will plan for it but so now that, my question is those people did they live through something like did they go through someone's death which brought them to have this top of like maybe. on the top of mind to have a plan or like to plan everything out maybe. because it already happened probably. to somebody else and all i can really say is these people that i know are probably like a whole generation ahead like our yeah, parents sure, generation for sure, for sure, yeah. so yeah for sure they would yeah. have gone through something somebody in their family or their family friends or somebody like who are more of their age or older right then they start thinking about it mm-hmm. like look at us like we're still young we're not going to be thinking about that kind of topic pers- as much per se well right? actually recently i had a friend who suddenly passed away like uh, we played volleyball with him and then apparently like a few hours after that he passed away what wow he had an asthma attack and oh. he just went and he's i think he's younger than me oh, so wow. now I, i'm like baby we need to start thinking about this no, stuff, No, but it's too. true. It's oh, true. Okay. It can happen to anybody. I know someone who also just suddenly passed in his sleep. Yeah. yeah. He's only okay. half a year older than me. I've There's known him all my life. Quite a few people in my lifetime that I have known, like even through university, somebody on my Dragon Boat team passed away mm. from like aneurysm. So maybe it's a good idea to like, you know, talk about this topic, not to scare anybody, but it's kind of like, you know, to make it more normalized that it is something like John said, like it does happen. And yeah, the more you talk about it, maybe the more comfortable it becomes a topic to, I feel, yeah, well, comfortable, I think, I don't know if that's what (laughs) I hear, (laughs) but at least, yeah, have it something as like people so don't, at least you won't, it's shy away from you won't shy away. Uh, it's going to be, awkward it's going to be emotional it's going no one's ever going to know but at least you kind of had had that thought in the past so then it's like okay it makes hopefully it can help the grieving process if anything a little more Mm -hmm. um and i yeah like the situation with our our gong gong was um and, and because he passed uh what happened was we didn't really know or at least i didn't know what was going on and I didn't, I started questioning a lot in terms of like, no one ever told me these things or like, oh, in Chinese tradition, what are we supposed to do? And I started asking questions. I was like, wait, do we need to like throw rice on the floor and like let him come back? Or like, it, like those, those like things you see on TV about like dead people, like people passing <laughs> away, right? Like to make it trivial, to make it a little bit more like, oh, maybe a little humorous in that sense to maybe help myself. But at the same time, it's like, it makes a real, real sense though. Like, okay, well, what do we need to do as like, part of Chinese culture, if I'm embracing it so much, what should I be following, right? Like, yeah. what aspects culturally versus Western side? Like, what do you do? Like, the funeral, etc. How should it be prepared? What should have we done? Like, kind of thing. Because even then, we didn't really get hands-on too much in terms of the whole planning process yeah. of the funeral. We went, we we did a speech and whatnot, but then it's kind of like, oh, wait. Most of we? the planning wasn't done by yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. at least our generation. Yeah. I, well, by- I don't expect myself to have been doing a lot of that, which is, I, to a certain extent, I feel very grateful that I didn't have to. But at the same time, it made me kind of like, this is a real learning experience, at least for myself. Um, and maybe I should 
maybe know a little more, right? At yeah. least um, in the future, in case any other things happen. Well, it, when the time comes, say for our parents or for anybody else, if I had to experience it or something, I knew how to handle it, mm-hmm. right? At least give give the proper, um, what do you call it? The respects. proper respects um, culturally and, uh, and, and give the people who've passed kind of their due time, their due course. I feel like that's very important. And something that I want to do, like, if I had to do it, I want to be, like, respectful and be as, uh, give them what they want, right? Mm-hmm. In, like uh, honor their wishes. Honor, honor their wishes as much as they can, or as much as I can, sorry. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I was at in terms of, and talking about these things, and I realized, hey, there are all these other topics about Chinese tradition and Joksing people. This is kind of like, hey, we should maybe talk about these various topics so that's why i feel like the death of our gong gong kind of sparked this whole thought process and the basis for this podcast yep Ooh, that was a long-winded kind of explanation at least uh intro uh to why this topic came up and i'm hoping we don't get to tears or anything i see a little watery eyes already in our initial discussion right here so far <laughs> um but uh it is inevitable i think to a certain extent where we do reminisce about these things um, so do please, uh, as listeners, we, we're, I apologize right off of that if anything does hit the fan in terms of our discussion, but this is a little bit more of a touchy-feely subject, at least for personal matters. Yeah. Just give, to put it out there. Maybe put in a trigger warning. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Well, it should. the title should be there, mm, but we're talking about death. True. So, um, so to start things off, I know we already went into a little bit about, you know, our experiences with death. Um, so... What was, if you can go back to a time where you didn't really know about death, what was your view of it? I know it's a little weird question, but for those individuals, I feel like, at least for me, when before I even had this experience with my Gong Gong, I still remember it was like, oh, how, the way I saw death was a little bit more jaded. You want? I might want to say that now, where I was kind of like, oh, yeah, psh, death, whatever, man, so people got to die, like, whatever. Um, and I wasn't, I guess, as solemn about it to a certain extent and i was just very loosey-goosey if i want to call it that where it was just like yes everyone's gonna ha- it's gonna happen it's gonna hit somebody just guess, let it hit me if, if it's gonna happen whatever i guess you had a very like aloof feeling or sentiment towards death because you've never personally experienced it that hard yeah like because like because well, my thought was like oh with like our mama and i was like mm-hmm. oh yeah i was removed from it i was like People gotta go when they gotta go, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. So I feel like for that, it was. I don't know. I don't want to say it was disrespectful. I just want to say that it was. I was a bit more. I want to use maybe jaded might be a good term. Like I was just very. It, it didn't. I wasn't like top of mind. Let's just say like I, I felt like I mean, it didn't but, really feel like it hit home or anything. Yeah, it was kind of like it. It was like yeah, it's man. Like, people, oh, this happened. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, this person passed. It okay. became more of like a matter of fact thing than to feel mm-hmm. emotionally tied with the passing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of times when it's removed and you don't experience, I think part of it was because how quote unquote traumatic it was for us in terms of being there like in person from second one. Um, that kind of for me changed. I feel like it made me think a lot more. And the closeness to 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 Gong Gong and stuff. Where I grew yeah. up and like traveled with him when I was a kid and everything. All the memories, everything, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like, oh, yeah. That was kind of like, and then even now, like when I think about it, it's kind of like, dang, 
never going to see him again kind of thing. It's kind of, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that feeling kind of comes back and, like, it comes and goes. Yep. gets better with time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, yeah. for me personally, like, Gong Gong is technically, I guess, not the first, like, close-ish person to me mm-hmm. that passed away. Because, mm-hmm. like, I guess um, when I was younger, my godmother passed away. And I guess you weren't as close with her like she wasn't your godmother she was my godmother yeah so like no, it's yeah. like a little closer mm-hmm. um it was a sudden passing um but i do recall at that time when mom told me that she was gone i was in fifth grade so mm-hmm. to me it didn't register i was just like oh okay yeah whatever like to me oh was it fifth grade it was when i was in fifth grade Oh, I remember I came home I ha- okay. and mom I, was and crying. I, okay, and I was in eighth grade and other shit. Okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. that might be why. Okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah so like basically, um, I come home, mom's crying, and I'm just like looking at her. I'm like, what? The, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, your godmother's gone. And I just looked at her and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to my room and play now. Like it mm. didn't register to me, mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I yeah, think I don't think I even heard about that. Or if I did, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I was, yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't. I was like, another an auntie passed away, but we saw her sometimes. Yeah, right. So. But then it wasn't until seventh grade because our English teacher was also the school counselor at the time, and mm. she made a like writing like an essay project to write about like the most difficult time of your life or something. And at the time, I was just like, my life is great. I don't have difficult times, but I guess people dying is like a thing. So I'll just write about that. Oh, so you so, dove deeper into it because of that project kind of thing? I wrote it very superficially. Okay, yeah. yeah. But because I wrote about that topic and because our English teacher is a school counselor, I think she thought a lot more in depth <laughs> about it. So she pulled me out of class to talk oh. to me about my essay. And then it wasn't until then when she talked to me about what I wrote that it hit me that like, oh, crap, like, this is what death is. Oh, maybe it meant a little more kind of Yeah, so after she tried to dive into my mind, she actually (laughs) made me realize things and I started crying about it. And that was when it really hit me the first time that like death really meant something to me. And it's like, wait, you're right. I'm never going to see her again. There's all these things that like, I regret, like, either, like, talking crap about her or it's doing things. And, like, that kind of was a very momentous time in my life that I think my personality changed a lot after that. Huh. Yeah. Did you notice her changing? Nope. <laughs> He's too busy with other well, things. Well, okay, so, okay, that was seventh grade, so I was he in, was in I was sophomore. Yeah. Oh, second year. First, no, wait, seven, eight. No, your first year. Oh, my, oh, my first year. Yeah, so like we kind of drifted at that point too because yeah, you true. started your high school life yeah, and I was just, mm-hmm. I just started turning more and more emo in a way, and then it kind of carried oh, through. Oh, okay, I remember kind of that phase of you. Okay, all yeah, right. like that's when it started because uh, I got like kind of depressed about this whole situation, but I didn't know how to talk to anybody about it, so that's where my personality started changing. Oh, okay, yeah. like oh, it was that one single moment that like changed wow. my life. Okay, <laughs> So yeah. how did you how did you feel about death before that though? Like before I guess that? before fifth well superficially fifth grade whatever. It right? was yeah. a it, like kind of like you like yeah it happens to people. Mm. I guess like you're shit out of luck you died. <laughs> okay. Too bad for you. But like it wasn't 
it didn't really hit me. But even then, I don't really, I don't even much. know if you think about death at that point in time of your life. I think like, you're really young. You're like yeah, 10. yeah. <laughs> I don't exactly. know if you actually grasp yeah. the whole concept. So that's why yeah. when mom told me the first time, I was just like, oh, okay, like whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it, it just didn't click that this is what happens, yeah, yeah. and because she wasn't like I guess super into my life that mm-hmm. it altered anything specifically in my life like say like when your parents pass away or a grandparent or an aunt or uncle that pretty much like helped raise you mm-hmm. that would probably affect you more oh, yeah, no, 100%. but because she was just like go- she was like godmother but it wasn't like she was a caregiver or anything yeah we didn't sort. see her often kind yeah. Of thing. yeah it's just that mm-hmm. i felt a little more of a connection than you did because she was effectively who i called my godmother yeah yeah yeah. but that sure. was and you only have one kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. interesting so okay. that's pretty much like my experience with it before. All right. So, Shit Asunta, how about you? <laughs> We've been talking a, a ton. Let's yeah. open up the mic. Open up the floor for you. I, <laughs> I don't know if this is fortunate or unfortunate. I've been to probably more than five funerals of somebody I know in my life. Okay. So, uh, I think my memory isn't as good because I was a lot younger. I think the very first funeral I went to is... I guess a fan, like the wife of like a family friend, like um, the family was like my mom's high school teacher that they kept in contact after they like uh, immigrated here to Canada. Mm. Um, so they're obviously older. Like by that time, I think like they were already in their 60s, maybe. And I was like maybe a naughty, like an early teen at most, I would say. Um I'm pretty sure I was still in high school, let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, like, but I do remember going to the funeral for the first time and I'm like, what the heck do I do? Like, I'm like, I understand that I would have to dress basically all black. But other than that, I'm just like, that's just my way of showing respect. But while I'm actually at the funeral, I remember not understanding really what's really going on. Mm-hmm. But like, because everybody around me was like, <laughs> they were kind of like emotionally mm-hmm. yeah, kind yeah, of for tight, sure. yeah, yeah. right because uh well it was also at a church they are catholic um so then uh, i was like oh i'm very affected by other people's emotions mm-hmm. so then i was like oh it's crying and my mom is like my mom does that exact same thing and she knows her like she knows the person more personally too so like when i saw my mom crying i'm like i'm crying too but like other than that i remember going out to like at the car park uh, at the parking lot and i saw like other childhood friends of mm-hmm. mine who were also like in the same kind of group we were just like i don't really know what's happening but uh hey good to see you you know like <laughs> we- i'll see you at chung k later no no not, <laughs> not, not so much as that none of us could drive at that time but where we were like um yeah but like the thing is we also know like the like the couple's child mm, like he yeah, kind of yeah. played with us too we we're just like what do, like what do we say to him like like what about him like everybody's so focused on yeah. like the couple so we're just like okay we see him coming and we're just like we don't know what to say we're just gonna give you a hug you know like yeah okay. like, so like other than that we didn't know what to do so that was like my first experience with um a funeral and a death sure um, but I think the one that hit me most surprisingly is not, it's actually not a family member. Okay. It's actually my godbrother. Okay. So, okay. So before we get to that, I guess, how did you feel about death before the train hit you? Let's just say that. 
in terms of, uh, of, I think, of that. I think at the first funeral, I don't think that was so much of a train hitting me yet. I'm oh, that's not the the funeral. I mean, just like, I guess you're no, no, thought like of that, death. Like that, yeah, that, like the one that I was just talking about, that would be kind of like my first experience yeah. with death. Um, I don't really think it hit me that much. Sure. Like, yeah, I yeah, cried yeah. because other people were yeah, crying yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. right? But like, it didn't really get me thinking a whole lot. So I was just, like, I understood the concept. I couldn't really feel... It connected, yeah. Feel yeah, yeah, as yeah, connected sure, yeah, yeah, as yeah. too much. Like my thought okay. on it was just like, okay, she passed away. Yeah. Everyone is sad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to like if people want to talk, I'm not great at talking, but if they want to cry, they can cry. I'll okay. I'll cry with them, yeah, yeah, you know? Okay. Okay. Like that that's all I can do. Like okay. that was then. Fair enough. Okay. Um, all right. And then so I guess the situation that kind of smacked you in the face in terms of like this is death. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think that would have to definitely be my godbrother because mm-hmm. it came so suddenly. Like he is what half a year older than me, mm-hmm. so he's around my age. I've known him since I was a baby, basically. So like I've literally known him all my life, mm-hmm. and like I remember I was at work that day. Like so I'm like in what university at sure. that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I'm at work, and then suddenly, like I think I got a call from my mom or something. And she told me that, like, uh, my godbrother passed away in his sleep. Yeah. So he was actually an athlete. Um, a so swimmer, yeah. A swimmer. So he was training to, like, compete in the Olympics and whatnot um, wow. for Canada. Yeah, yeah. So then he, I think the thing was that he was training too hard and it was causing him uh, strains on the body. Like, his heart rates were not steady. Oh, he has, like, heart arrhythmia or whatever it's called. Yeah. So, yeah, like... Regular heartbeat. So, yeah. yeah so, then he had to go see the doctor. Like, the, the, he was going through all of that. But then, just, like, while he was still kind of recovering and stuff, like, one night, um, he just passed in his sleep, in his own bed. Like, my godmother found him... Just yeah, the next morning. Next morning, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So, then I was like, wow, that, that, that just came out of nowhere. I saw him maybe like a few months before then because he doesn't live in the like we don't live very close so they like their family comes and visit every so often um but yeah that came really suddenly so i was like oh my gosh i can't believe he's gone but i like but it really didn't hit me until we got up to like like to his family's place and actually went to his visitation actually I, when i literally just saw him in there mm-hmm. that's when it really hit me i feel like that's typically where it hits people the most when it's like after the initial shock and then like the visitation when you see them and it's like their lifeless body laying there and it's just like yeah but like the thing wow. is though like um because I remember, well, I, like... I think it hits people differently at different does. points. But. Yeah. Like, I think for, like, obviously for the family, it's it hits a lot faster. And, like, and I think even for my parents, because yeah. they kind of watch him grow up too, right? Yeah. So, like, it hit them a lot faster. And I remember, like, at the visitation, I wasn't even sitting with them because he was, like... Like, my parents were, like, with, like, the aunties and the uncles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually with my um, childhood friends that like, we all kind of used to play around with. And I remember lining up, like, with uh, my childhood friends to go uh, at the visitation. And none of us within that group of friends um, felt that it was real until the moment we all saw him. And then after that... Oh, so it was like, yo, I'll meet you after Chen K. And then heavily, oh, hell no. No, 
actually, you know what? Oh like, my okay, god! Right? Like, 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 it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, whatever, and he's like, oh, oh shit. Actually, you know what's so interesting though? Like after the visitation, because we like a few of our families drove uh drove up to um Quebec for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were all kind of staying in the same hotel. Um, so the adults already found their own food, and like the quote unquote kitties were like, oh, we're gonna go do our own food. We don't want to eat with you all. Um, we actually went out to a restaurant. We ordered like a whole pitcher of sangria. We were drinking to him. And then we sat there and we reminisced and then we're like, damn, we can't, still can't believe he's gone. And okay. one of my friends was like, I still remember how he used to always try to look like me or be like me. Whatever I was doing, he was following. So, like, yeah. I yeah. feel like those are like how, I guess, younger people reminisce people's yeah. like passings. Yeah. Sure. Like even us after when Gong Gong passed away, like we all still went out, like us and our cousins, yeah, yeah, group yeah. of cousins. Like we went to go get food. We mm. didn't drink, but we had bubble tea, I think. Or your share experiences. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's it's more like recounting the experiences that you had with this person who yeah, was passed, yeah. and you reminiscent on like the good times. Yeah, I wonder, like because we had our own support uh-huh. group, like amongst our cousins and stuff with like Gong Gong. Yeah. I wonder how our parents or like aunts and uncles dealt with it. I don't know how they dealt with it, but like I feel like those are like that was a moment like I knew like wow, life is short. Yeah. Hmm. Like I really should go do the things I want to do and not just like, oh, I can leave it for like another day kind of thing. See, I feel like I get that feeling when it happens, like when somebody passes. But I don't know if it's just me. It doesn't seem to stick very long. Like, I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, like, life is short. I should do, like, X, Y, and Z. But then it's, like, a month or two goes by and it's, like, life back to normal. Yeah, no, that's what... <laughs> and that's I feel bad too. about it when I when it comes back to, like, top yeah. of mind. It's like, wait, this happened. Mm-hmm. I should be taking life by its horns yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, but, like, carpe diem, seize the day, right? But, no, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, before everything with... Gong gong. Mm-hmm. I was like that. I was just like, ah, oh, whatever, man. Like life's life short. Just do it, right? Just, yeah. Like it wasn't. It was like very open, very like, oh yeah, whatever. Death's gonna come. Like I'll I'll, I'll laugh at that store when it comes, kind of thing. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like stuff like that. And it's like it doesn't really affect you until I guess when that when you get that one kind of close relationship yep. to a certain extent. That kind of really like oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't know. It's hard, effectively, like, because I, I definitely know if people, like, some of our listeners maybe not have had that experience, mm-hmm. and they might still be like, "Oh, I don't get what you guys are talking about," whatever. But I feel like I can relate to that because I was there very recently. I guess to me, to a certain extent, after hearing what you guys ex- talked about, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel very lucky that I didn't have to get well, to this exactly. until <laughs> until like say like within the last year, right? Yeah. Um, and I was really happy about it because, hey, I was living life, right? Not yeah. that I'm not right now. It's just more of like, wow. It's like, I guess I now I it's a little bit more like, this is something I should keep in mind. Like, dang, what if somebody, you know, one of you guys go. Yeah, there's another layer of life yeah. in there now. Yeah, 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 yeah. To, yeah. Think That's about. the way there's like another another layer of that onion that we're going to peel, right? Yeah, While we keep like spurting out tears right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I guess this also covered my 
question I wanted to talk about, ask, will ask in terms of like, when did we personally experience death? And that was, I guess, thank you for sharing um, each of these pieces. And hopefully uh, our listeners, uh, if you have experienced death, you know, let us know. Um, We know. If you're comfortable. Yeah, if you're comfortable, (laughs) sure. I don't know. Like, I guess the grieving process, I'm still going through it. I feel like as as time goes by, it gets a little easier and whatnot. But it's like, yeah, no, I understand. Like, grieving process, everyone has a different timeline or timetable in terms of how long you have to grieve. Mm -hmm. Right. Hopefully it doesn't last too long. Um, so you can get back on your feet and kind of continue living because there is a reason to. Yes. Um, but uh, I, I, I totally understand, you know, some people might need more time. Some people can get over it pretty quickly, um, but everyone's different. Yeah, I think like for me, it's like I'm over it. I've accepted it, but you'll still go through life having like random waves of like thinking of like a person that has passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you'll like feel down about it for maybe like a day or two. And then it's kind of like, okay. It's fine. Like, they're in a better place now. In terms of, I guess, like, growing up, it also helps with having a religion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that part really helps because it's, like, us being Catholic, um, it's like, oh, they're with God now. They're in heaven. So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, they're just watching down over us. And it's not like they're just... There. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're just underground. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... So I think getting over grief, yes, people go through it differently. But for For me, I think like having a religion definitely helps Mm. getting over it like Mm -hmm. faster and knowing that if I really wanted to, I can talk to him. Like I can just, you know, be like, hey, how are you doing up there? (laughs) Kind of situations instead of, I don't know, just different people go towards it or take it, uh, experience it in a different way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's uh, take a quick breather, at least to recalibrate ourselves and hopefully scrub this kind of like feeling out of our systems real quick. And uh, it's kind of weird, actually. But let's jump straight to the fun fact of the day. (laughs) And uh, since we're talking about death. And we're Chinese. Yeah, and we're Chinese. uh, (laughs) The Pandawan. Is it the Pandawan? Yeah, yeah, brought up uh, those 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 people in the the China the the, the, the people the in the graves, <laughs> the, the, not not the people, the soldiers in the graves, soldiers those in the graves, bronze soldier, they're not bronze. Yeah, they're not bronze. They're terracotta. <laughs> Which is so we're, the terracotta <laughs> army is a collection of terracotta sculptures depicting the armies of Qin Shi Huang. It's Qin. Oh, Chen Shi Huang. Chen Shi Huang. The Chen first Chen. emperor of China. It's a form of funerary art buried with the emperor in 210 to 209 BCE with the purpose of protecting the emperor in his afterlife. So, uh, this discovery was found uh, on in 1974 by a group of farmers. And this terracotta army that was found, it was a, a ton of different uh, terracotta, porcelain, kind of clay sculptures of individuals. But there's no people in there. It's all just like clay army, clay people. I think they just modeled it after people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is uh, the full area with a terracotta army is in uh, a necropolis. So like a kind of a burial chamber or whatever, if you okay. want to call it. Um, of In the size of 98 square kilometers. With square or, kilometers? Yeah, or 38 yeah. square miles for, our, for the U.S. in us. Whoa. Yeah. 
this necropolis this like freaking if you want to call it like dedication to the first emperor of china that's his like kind of like cemetery that's crazy yeah. that is crazy huge heck yeah if i do you do you want 38 square miles worth of land for you when you die that'd be amazing um no i'd like it when i'm <laughs> alive thank you very much what <laughs> but anyways there are uh, the warriors stand guard of the East Tomb and up to five meters of red sandy soil had been accumulated over the site in two millennia following its construction. But archaeologists found evidence of earlier disturbances at the site already. During the Iza excavations in 1974 and onwards uh, near the Mount Lee burial mound, archaeologists found several graves dating to the 18th and 19th centuries where diggers had apparently struck terracotta fragments. These were discarded as worthless and used uh, along with soil to backfill the excavation. So people stumbled upon it and then kind of buried their own dead on in that area. Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, but the actual tomb of Chen Qi Wang, uh, the first emperor of China, uh, is hermetically sealed a uh, sealed space roughly the size of a football pitch. Uh, the tomb oh, remains gosh. unopened, possibly due to concerns over preservation of the artifacts. And this is that area uh, in, in China. It hasn't been opened, that tomb. That's actually pretty cool to think about it. Is it close to where the terracotta warriors are? Because I've actually been to the terracotta um, like, The museum, place. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's actually in like a different portion. It is 38 square miles. It's pretty big, right? So, he, the, so I guess the army was found in one area to protect him from, in the, from his afterlife. To protect his tomb. One side. Yeah, but then his tomb was probably somewhere else in the other part of this giant necropolis. I guess it's not, like, visible by the public. Like, it's just somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's protected. Yeah, Yeah, If you go to the museum, they'll probably show you where it is or whatever. They'll probably have, like, a map and be like, oh, this is what the tomb is. Yeah, and you are here, but, like, his thing is there where you cannot go. Yeah, but they probably have, like, a portion of, like, the terracotta warriors opened for, like, the museum part of it. I wish I knew more about this when I went. Like, I remember seeing them, but then I also got kind of creeped out because... um, They have faces. They had faces, and it's like, there was a movie, I don't remember which one, but, like, they get possessed and, like, they come alive, and I'm like, bro, if these, like, things start coming was alive, like, one of the screwed. mummies or something? I was like, are you I don't, yeah, mummy? I don't know if it's mummy or... Scorpion King? No, it was not mummy, but probably mummy two or scorpion king or something, the one with the Chinese people. Right? Yeah. It yeah. might be the one that. with, um, with Ooh, Jet Li. that'd be a good one to talk about. Yeah, but, like... I got really freaked out just staring at them, and I'm like, dude, how are we going to, like, survive if they come alive? Yeah, it will come alive. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Anyways, that <laughs> has been the fun fact of the day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was the uh, Terracotta Army. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I'd like to see it one day, if possible. Oh, it was fun. Gently. No, the Terracotta Warriors. I've never yeah. been. It was a fun experience. Mm. You should go. And it's also like what a UNESCO site, right? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure it is. What's UNESCO? One of those like World Heritage Site things. Thank oh. you. Treasure. This panda one has lots to learn still. I don't apparently. know terms. I've just been places, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So since we've talked about this uh, in terms of like the death, um, a little bit about like a burial kind of situation... I guess I just wanted to like kind of like go back into hey our Juxing style kind of thing, and like yeah we are Juxing we are people that grew up, Chinese people that grew up in Western culture. So what is your understanding? And this probably helps us understand as well. What is the Western understanding, and how they see death, right? Like 
and then I guess we'll, we're also going to maybe talk about the flip side of like Chinese people seeing death and whatnot. So, I mean, I don't feel like because we went through the whole thing with our Gong Gong that like I know a lot more now. I know a little bit more, a little, little, <laughs> a bit more. But uh, in terms of like seeing death, like um, so for Western culture, uh, there's a funeral generally, right? Uh, and then there's a burial that you kind of like dig a thing in the ground and then you put the person in and then you kind of like they're there. And if you're religious, then you, you know, the like it, resurrection and whatnot. But it's like, I feel like that is like the overall kind of Western thing. And then you kind of leave, once you're done, you, or once the, I guess the ceremony, the funeral is done, then it's kind of like, yeah, you just visit them every so often. Actually, I don't even know if, is there a set time of the year for Western people to usually go visit grave sites? Western no specifically, I am not sure of, but I Maybe like there's feel like Easter. Maybe like the day of death or something. I don't know if... Oh, Easter, I guess. Easter? I guess, but like, that death anniversary, maybe? Death like, anniversary yeah. and Easter, but that's because I mostly grew up, like, the people that I do know that I'm a little closer with that have passed, I think they are all either Christian or Catholic. Oh, okay. Therefore, Easter, Easter would yeah. be the time to visit them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. All right. But so, I think... Or is like, it just, like, when the person, like, it's like, oh, I thought about this person. Let's go visit them because I haven't been there in a while. That's what I do. Yeah. But like also like Coco, Day of the Dead is well, a yeah, thing that's in a, Mexico. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if there well, is not, a, okay, okay, American okay, the, okay, the, or like okay, a let's, European. Let's, let's, when you said brought up Coco, it's not Coco's not like a day or anything. Coco's not oh, a sorry, day of the dead. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's Coco, the movie. Yes, Coco, the Pixar animation. Pixar? Yeah, Pixar, Pixar animated, animated film. film. Yeah. And they're talking about uh Dea de los Muertos, which is the day of the dead. Uh, which is actually it's like they celebrate the de- uh, the life of the yeah, yeah the life of the person. It's a Mexican kind of uh, yeah. a Latino heritage kind of cultural thing. Yeah. I just want to make sure that yeah. we're not like sorry, yeah. <laughs> I jumped <laughs> the gun. There. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. like so, mm-hmm. I mean different cultures, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if there is like a American or a Canadian. I don't death think there's a Canadian specific. one specifically. I don't know about American. Uh, but for sure there isn't one for yeah like like Canada. The only one closest to it I could think of is like Remembrance Day, but I think that's only for veterans. Uh, I think Remembrance Day is more like uh it, it's more like a whole European North American like American thing because it's it's remembering a different thing, right? It's remembering those who have like veterans who contributed for the world wars and such and oh, other oh, wars okay so right? like not, nece- not, not necessarily not necessarily passed like, away already yeah. it's just any of the veterans is remembrance day yeah yeah because okay. in the u.s it's, it's memorial veter- day i think uh veterans day or veterans day yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, so it coincides well oh. actually now that you mentioned memorial day well that's memorial for like oh, memorial day is in may yeah, no memorial i know but what is-, mem- what is in memory of I don't know my American. Uh, I think it's history. like I think it's like the presidents and stuff. Okay, so it's yeah, not so really it's not necessarily well, yeah, it's not, the, not for like the pa- those people, who has passed, just those specific people yeah, 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 who yeah, has yeah. passed. Oh, no, that's pre- no, wait, that's President's Day. Yeah, hello, well, fake mm. American here. I just yeah. knew that we had totally days not off. even totally <laughs> not even American. So hence I'm asking because it's, yeah. it's Memorial Day. Like, yeah, yeah, what's it's the more. It's. I wish I knew. 
But I really don't because as a kid, if you can answer that question, let me yeah, know. please let us know. Because leave a comment, please. To me, it's always oh holiday, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because uh, I guess on the flip side, like in the Chinese culture, they do have dedicated dates where you or time that you would go. Yeah, yeah. I have heard about this, but like I'm a little, and they're also holidays. Yeah, I'm kind <laughs> of. I just want. I haven't been able to clarify if those are like. Chinese related or if it's related to a religion because I know like Tingming is I think the day of the dead but uh, it's like not exactly but like we have never gone to visit a grave site on Tingming but I know a lot of like Chinese friends I do but I'm like I don't, I don't Qingming know Tingming is the, is the where, I thought that would be Chengyuanzi oh yeah Let but I, I don't see. know if it's a like if it's a religion kind of thing, or if it's a like a Taoist, maybe you're confused. Tradition, yeah, okay. Which I get like kind of confused with like a lot of the stuff because it's like superstitions, like um, Chinese superstitions. It might be just one of those things that just kind of get passed down from like over like time in like the Chinese culture. Like I think at one point, major like most of if you have if China had a religion. At that point, a lot of it might have been Buddhist or Taoist or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Taoist is Dou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, and, and stuff. So, I think they're, like, the the ideas of those are... Might be intermingled. Yeah, they're all kind of mm. like how, like, Catholic and, like... Western, um, like, we talk about it, right? Like, yeah, like, Christian, stuff like, like, stuff. Like, they're all kind of... They have a lot of similarities. And then they are have, like, a few, like, differences in between. Like, mm-hmm. th- those are very similar things. Yeah. And I feel like... It's just those are the holidays or, or um, tradition that just get passed there down. There are specific the days years. that it's like based off of like oh the Chinese ghost kind of come back yeah. or whatever. Uh, kind of, but yeah, I guess it also matches with like Day of the Dead from like what you brought up with Coco, right? Yeah, um, I just so. find it like interesting that our family like Tingming I thought is uh, one of the days that people go to like Baizan, but we don't go. Yeah, like we've no, never because we're it. like because we're like oh more westernized family or culturally or whatever. So I think oh, it kind of breaks no, that. And it's also because as Catholics, you don't buy sign because you're you don't like praise your ancestors. Yeah, because they're supposedly or, going you to don't be resurrected. Worship, yeah, 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 you the don't whole worship religious thing. Yeah, your yeah. ancestors. Hence yeah, why so we slightly don't do different. It. Yeah. So and then like we don't believe in reincarnation kind of thing mm, as part yeah. of our religion, but there are people who do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find it actually, that's a very interesting idea. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's kind of cool. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Western culture, another Sorry. thing yes. that I thought about, like, we're going to touch on the Eastern one. Like, we touched a little bit already, but in terms of Western culture that came up, um, I guess we're comparing, contrasting now, but, um, I guess, uh, taking things with you to your grave, the idea of like, oh, oh if yeah, I'm yeah. in the Western culture, um, we'll kind of like, oh, if you, like, you get buried or whatever, or I guess um, burned. Uh, Crem- cremated? Cre- cremated, sorry. Yeah. Burned? Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you got cremated, you would like have those kind of like things to take with you to a certain extent um, to be cremated with you or put into your coffin kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of like a way to take it with you. I guess maybe that's also Egyptian, maybe like kind of like, or like burial maybe. site kind of idea. But I know in Western in China or Chinese culture, I was gonna ask you don't do that, that. That doesn't exist. But you would burn everything to you, right? Or even when you like, or um, oh. <laughs> or like on the on the um, like on Tingming or whatever, like the the the, 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 the days where you kind of respect the dead. 
Um, there's like <laughs> you would get like those paper iPhones or paper gold or yeah, you, paper toys and stuff, and then you would like burn it to give it to the person it, you're kind of want to I give it to. I believe what you're trying to say is. It's in the form of an offering to the yeah church. yeah offering like well but they <laughs> offer you offer specifically in the in the western yeah in, it's, in it's Chinese a little culture. bit more quote unquote materialistic yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I only bring this up because as a, as a contrast the way I see the contrast between mm-hmm. Western and Eastern culture or Chinese culture and 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 what we see like experience mm-hmm. Western wise is that like in the in the Chinese culture you get to I don't know. Maybe but burning things is fun to me. You yes, get, you, you get to, have a you, tendency to be a pyromaniac of some sort. <laughs> but it just seems like it's like it's kind of cool. Like the idea is like, oh, you get to like burn like oh, like want to get a little paper car and like I burned the car for you kind of thing. It's like oh, here go drive a car. Like what? Yeah. Like, how does that work? <laughs> but like the thing is, is I just recall that we were told as when we were children, we're never allowed to touch. Yeah, exactly. Either. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're like we're, we're like Catholic as Catholics. And, like, yeah. Apparently, that's also something we don't touch. But to me, I always thought, oh, that's Chinese tradition. That mm-hmm. we can't do, but I guess it once again has to do with worshiping your ancestors. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I just thought. I mean, I just like because of that. But like we're told we can't touch it. I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I, I want, want to touch it. Yeah, it's like why not? That's so fun though. It's like it's like like think about it. Like a car. I just burn a car. I get a car when I'm dead or something. Like someone burns me a car, but then like I can't burn a car when I cremated. What the heck? Oh yeah, that <laughs> like, is true. I don't know. Like that. Like the concept is. I guess it's fun to think about. It's just like funny because it's just like, oh, like we, how much money do we have to burn for the dead? It's just like, just burn a ton of paper. It's like, it's gold. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. I always found that interesting. And like, Shang-Chi, the, gra- the grandma. Watched it. Yeah, the yeah. grandma was like, telling us, like, oh, I'm like full of stuff. And she was like, oh, yeah, like you guys laugh at me. But one year I put like his favorite, like oh, alcohol whiskey. or something. <laughs> and the next day it was gone. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so funny. <laughs> Because uh, clearly, Grandpa came back and drank it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that was like I guess in, in Western culture and Chinese culture, I feel like that's kind of cool. There's like these different nuances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. If, like, do you have any other ones that come off the top of your mind in terms of, of like difference in tradition? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, to me, I think there's a lot of Chinese superstitions that you don't do, or like you you do or you mm. do not do around the event. I think like you True. touched on it before, like you can't wear red. I don't believe you're not supposed to wear red for 49 days because it's like. Oh, like, or, oh I guess. Yeah, say yeah, yeah, yeah but also situation. Western culture. It's like cut, it's, cut or something like that. Right? Yeah. If you're I'm, mourning or grieving, yeah. you're supposed like, to be like dressed you're, down yeah. a little bit. Is there a time frame? Like, yes. Uh, listeners, if you happen to know. Like, the Western culture. Yeah, the Western culture time I, frame. Oh, that like I how much. Know. I don't know. I think, different, I think I think it depends on the culture. Yeah, like yeah. then there's a little nuance, right, between like say Italian or yeah, because like Eastern European, or whatever. Like, I only remember this very specifically because I think mom put on like a coral shirt, so it was like orangey pink, and like it was either the day after grandpa passed, and like no. we like <laughs> yeah. flipped out, yeah. and I'm just like, oh right, okay, be cognizant, like don't wear red. But then I think like two days later, I saw our cousin wearing red pants, and I'm like thinking. Is she allowed to do that? Like, um, um, that day, my shoes were red coming over. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to me, but it's just not like, like bright red. It's, it's like, it's like, uh, wine red, I guess. Yeah. But like, it's like very interesting to me. It's like, oh, you can't wear this color. And then it became a, after 
mom got scolded by one of her sisters i was just like okay just like everything that has red on it i like kind of made a mental note like do not touch mm. and then i just kind of didn't wear red for a really long time because i didn't know when it ended <laughs> well i think the other thing oh now they bring up like the whole situation with like the days surrounding after our grandpa's death where it was kind of like one of our family members i don't, I don't want to call anyone out specifically but it was more of like what the heck is going on we have to throw away everything from from our grandpa kind of thing or like the yeah. stuff he was using his like toiletries yeah. and stuff yeah and i was like wait what, what any of our doodles? listeners i have, have actually never heard yeah, I'm just curious, like, if any of our listeners have actually had this experience of, like, where the passing of a family member, it's, like, right after they pass, you can't leave anything that they, like, used on the daily, like, that same day. Like, you have to get rid of it yeah. that same day of their passing. And I'm, like, I'm just curious, like, I don't know if it's a thing or if it was a, it was more of a, I need to do something about it, so I'm going to yeah. do this and get rid of, like... Yeah, Thanks. I don't know. I mean, it made sense to a certain extent because it's like, yeah, he, well, no one's going to use those personal items that of well, personal grandpa, items. Right? I understand. Yeah, but like to a certain extent, and then it's also like, and it was explained to me that it was something that like you should be doing. So I was like, oh, is this like a cultural thing? I've never like, heard I of that. That, that has never happened in my. Or life. That's be- what I was trying to figure out. Like, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or if it's something maybe like this person grew up with. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and I like, maybe that's what they did. Honestly, I think like when my grandpa, like my Gong Gong passed, like, like I had to, like me and my family flew back, but like my uncles who were there immediately, I don't think they threw away his stuff. Yeah. Or do you leave certain things or do you leave like a lot of stuff like untouched as a way to They saw them like treasure, man. I'm pretty sure yeah. one of my uncle took like my grandfather's, um, my grandpa's like, um, razor because it was an electric razor and he was like yo this thing is great i don't know like he <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> but like we like me and like we as cousins and stuff like we went through some of our grandfather's effects after he passed but i don't it wasn't a rushed thing it was more of a oh just to the, remember yeah the adults yeah. seem to be yeah. kind of trying to clear out some of the stuff let's help and then we just kind of went through his stuff and we're like whoa this is kind of cool. Yeah, like, it's yeah, like we didn't know yeah. this about him because like as he I guess as he got older and like he was less able to communicate with us that well, mm-hmm. a lot of his stuff kind of just got stored away and like nobody ever really touched it because either a mini he, yeah, like either he <laughs> would have put it there and he maybe he didn't remember that it was there yeah, to begin did, with. Yeah. So like we're just going through stuff and we started finding out a lot more about him after he passed, yeah. which is quite unfortunate because I feel like some of the stuff we found, like if we would want to ask Gong Gong more about, it's like, oh, like, what is this? Why this? Kind of thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of like, if he was alive, I still wouldn't go through it. It's kind of like, it feels kind of rude. It's like, yeah. why are you going over the stuff? Yeah, like, yeah but, it's true. But, but it was, it was, it was a humbling experience, I think. Just, like, being able to have that opportunity, kind of, like, it, it sounds weird that we're, like, we're digging through his stuff, but at the same time, it, like, was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, holy crap, like, Wow, yeah. I didn't know this about like my grandpa and stuff. Not that I'm saying I condone like going through people's stuff. Yeah. But, um, we were afforded that opportunity to help out, and it was just kind of it. It, it kind of came through. Um, A learning as, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyways, so um, in terms of that, uh, yeah, I mean, for our listeners, if you do have any 
experiences or comparisons between Eastern and Western cultures that you haven't, that you have heard or experienced yourself, feel free to share. And then we could definitely like discuss oh, a little I more. Or even one. your own culture. Like you might yeah. not be I Chinese. Like uh, <laughs> Coco. Hey, yeah. Mexican culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, I know we didn't do it because it was during COVID times, like for Gonggong. Mm-hmm. But like, there's usually like a meal after the funeral. We wanted to plan one. I remember hearing the adults talking about oh, it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, then in there Chinese was it's called the guy white Zhao. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't is there a thing in like the Western culture? Like because I I've only been to like a yeah, so, Chinese. Uh, yeah, so funeral, a meal, a but meal in like after, the Western setting, yes. But yeah, like a meal, but then it's kinda like for everyone to celebratory kinda like come together to reminisce about the person that passed kind of thing. I yeah. think that's the whole idea of the Dai Zhao. Yeah, and like I guess it's also kind of like a, a sort of like a thank you for those who came out to pay their respect okay. kind of okay. thing. Okay. Um, I don't know. The, I, I, that's a Western thing too. But. The only thing I could is think of thing for in Western? terms of quote unquote Western is I believe Irish people have the wake. Basically, oh, yeah, after yeah, yeah. like after I don't know if it's like after the funeral or maybe it's during the visitation. It's like everybody gathers and like they're just drinking and toasting. Sharing memories of their loved one who's passed and stuff like that. But I don't know if there's a specific, like, North American type. Or if it's just, or a like... a Western a, thing, yeah. Yeah. Or is it an Irish thing, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But now you brought it up, there's that whole Chinese thing that we do, that I, at least through the couple funerals I've been to, is that candy thing oh, and, the, the, uh, and the money, money thing, the money, Chinese yes. thing. That, so, like, uh, for every uh, participant... Yeah, for every person that comes, they get this thing called the so, uh, gut yi. It's, like, it's like a white. So white think um, like think does like. Does it have to be a white envelope? It has white. to be a white okay, envelope, okay. and it has to uh, has to have the words gut yi on. Them. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. think of it like a red. Like imagine like a red pocket, but yeah, it's not red. People, it's Chinese white. people love giving envelopes, whether it's red or white, depending on the occasion. Okay, I'm pretty sure they don't love giving out the white ones. Well, no, <laughs> like, like, like they love giving away envelopes. I just got yeah, that right. Yeah. Mostly yeah. red. Yeah. Sometimes white, let's just say. Yeah. So, <laughs> but if yeah. you get a white one, be careful. Yeah. So like they they have like quote unquote rules for these white envelopes. Yeah, and usually you'll find a piece of candy of sorts uh, yep. to symbolize something sweet. After all the bitterness you've just gone through, uh, that's okay. why it's yep. sweet. Yep. And then and you have you, to eat it that day. Yes, and then, yeah, the the, the 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 cultural kind of aspect of it is you consume it. You have to consume it. Yes, don't throw it away or whatever. You have to consume it. Yes. Uh, to, it's kind of like because you were in this bitter event kind of thing. Yes. It's like to sweeten your life up kind of thing. That's yes. the kind it's, of it's representation. More like, it's more a symbolic thing. Yeah, yeah, symbolic gesture. Yeah. Uh, and then inside that envelope, you also generally find, is it, does it have to be a dollar? I, I don't think money? so. It's just money. Okay, so some, money. Some kind, Chinese people love money. They're, they're generally loose change. Again, it's another symbol. Yes. And then, I want to know, like, why? Like, what's the significance of the money in this? It's it's so that uh, it's... <laughs> Good idea. I, I was just thinking you just love giving away money. I think it was money. just like a, a kind of a symbol of like you, uh, the dead, like the dead person has passed on like, to kind of pay it forward, do something good in, like, his or her name sort of thing. Oh. So, like... Okay. Yeah, so, either- so, the idea of, so the idea of that money that you get in this envelope, you have to spend it before before sundown? You just spend it in during the day. Yeah, you spend it that day. Like, spend it just, somehow. You yeah. do not save it. You do Don't not put it in it. a piggy bank. You, like, have to do something with it. Like, get rid of it somehow monetarily. 
But I guess the idea of like pay it forward makes yeah. sense. I, so, I don't know exactly yeah. what it you means. You can spend it on anything. Sense. Like if you say like you took the train here to the funeral, you can use it to pay for your train fare back. You just want to bring that money somewhere else. Like I, you don't want to keep it. Yeah. And I, I I don't know if this is right, though, but it's like something you use when you spend it. You don't want to spend it on something that will stay permanent. Like that I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to use that money to say, like, I'm going to buy a desk lamp or whatever. Okay, I don't know if you can buy a desk lamp for a dollar, but <laughs> whatever. It's, like, something that you buy and then use on a frequent basis uh, or whatever. It's like It should be, like, on a service or something that, like, Lotto it goes away. Ticket. Yeah, like, it, like it, it disappears and it doesn't really, you don't trade it for something that remains in your life to a certain extent. It's, like, I guess the play it forward thing makes sense, but I don't know exactly if that's the way. But I'd like to... If, Hey, I'll call it that way. I'll take it. I'll, 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 I'll own up for that if no one tells me what it actually means. <laughs> it makes yeah, sense. I, yeah, I've always been curious as to, like, the whole money aspect. Because, like, the only other time that I have been told that I need to spend money is I found, like, to- a toonie one year on the floor. I picked it up and then someone told me that I had to spend it because I found the money. But I hmm. forgot to spend the money. And, and now you got bad luck all in life, I- not the whole life, but that night that I took the toonie home, I had some bug crawl on my arm while I was sleeping and I freaked the hell out. <laughs> and I was like, yo, what the heck? And then basically the person that told me that I had to spend it is basically saying that, oh, um, if you find money, like a ghost left it there. And basically the ghost like follows you home because you didn't spend the money. That's just super stupid. And ever since then, I'm like terrified of finding money. Like you don't understand. Sweet. Someone stick some $20 bill on the floor like, and scare you. No. Okay. <laughs> Like I, I would, spend $20. I found okay, $20. No, I would I, I would just be very, very conscious of spending that money before going home. Okay? Like you don't understand. I've been traumatized. This happened to me when I was like in third grade or something. Mm. And ever since then, I've just like if you pick up money, you spend that money. Well, I never thought about that. It's yeah. Like you don't have to spend all of it. It's just like that one thing. So huh. like if it's like a 20, you would spend it on something. You can get change back, but it's not the same bill. Because, like, the ghost is attached oh, to that bill. <laughs> okay, here. I found out something. So, apparently different, like, areas in Asia. Talking about also, the money, money thing? Yeah, the, the, the okay, envelope. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, like, Taiwan has it a little bit differently. Japan has it differently. Okay. Hong Kong has it slightly differently, sure. etc. So, what do you do with the money? What's the money for? So, apparently, uh, I didn't know about this, but there's also supposed to be, like, a piece of tissue or like a paper towel or something like that uh, it used to be like a handkerchief oh, for your tears yeah i guess um yeah that's for the tears um the 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 candy is for like this sweet after the bitterness yeah. um and then the, it's like the the money apparently has to be a like um an odd number of change so like the, do- the dollar value of it has to be an odd number so oh, that's why okay. a lot of times you see a, like a dollar in there yeah because right? okay. it's just one coin okay sure there. yeah because even is like luck kind of thing odd is kind of like the yeah so I'll, that's why that, a lot okay. of times you see a dollar yeah, in there yeah, when yeah. in whichever currency okay. right um so apparently the that one it's kind of like it's to thank the guests who came it's to symbolize the Kind of like as a oh, thank the, you. Also, the dead is thanking, or like no, no, like the, the family, family is, is thanking, thanking the guests coming who came. on behalf of honor, yeah. paying your respects to the dead. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And I, th- according to Wikipedia, back in the day, a dollar is enough to get you a a, a taxi home, but not anymore. <laughs> back in the day. Or like yeah, a train. Also, ride, it's like your like, fare back. Yeah, home. they're paying your fare back. Services. Home. Yeah. Okay. 
Interesting. That's why it's inflation, the, kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you technically need probably like five dollars, or like, or like, I guess if you're like Western, like total juxings, like full, fully compliant, could do like thirteen dollars. Like a dead number, like a really bad number. That, that's also East, a in the lot Western culture, of num- but uh, still money. odd kind of thing. Sir, I can't afford that. I give you thirteen cents. <laughs> that's too many coins. But well, then that's a problem. Many, it depends how many people show up to your funeral. I guess. But also the problem is like Canada doesn't have pennies anymore, so it's like it's gonna have to be fifteen cents because I can't find pennies to get people. Thirteen dollars. <laughs> no money. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Cool. So we we all learned. I'm pretty sure I learned a bunch of stuff here. Um, Last part of this Wikipedia is interesting. So apparently, a lot there's like a misconception that you cannot bring the white envelope home, uh, or that you have to eat the candy right away, or to yeah, okay. throw away, or to like as quick as possible get rid of that one dollar, or just give it to like a beggar or something, and don't bring any of that stuff home, or else you'll have like unfortunate a, unfortunate things. Yeah, home. bad juju home. Yeah. Yeah. Like bad luck home, but there's actually no such thing, traditionally. Oh, people. I don't made care. It up. It's traditional to me. People told me that. I believe it. <laughs> Get rid of that. Eat that candy. Spend that money, man. Yeah. Throw that envelope oh, I, away. I don't know. But this is according to Wikipedia. I don't okay? want that bad so, juju. Know. You know that two dollar that Panda One found? I don't want that. <laughs> I, I don't think want no it has, it's probably it like became a tradition through superstitions. I think it was. I think that it's okay. You do it three times tradition. Yeah, true. But yeah, the, the oh, dollar part is, is, that's apparently what it was. <laughs> Anyways, I think this was a very learned experience. Uh, I thank both my co-host here for telling me stories that I didn't know about. And then also <laughs> learning a little bit more about the culture. And uh, I hopefully uh, you listeners also got a little bit more information yeah. um, about us, about being a joksing and what Eastern and Western culture entails. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, so any last words to our listeners? No, just um, if you have any, like, traditions that you know of that are very quirky surrounding, like, the death topic, feel free to reach out and let us know. I'm interested in knowing about, like, other cultures that have different traditions as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Spark that topic. Uh, spark that conversation. I think it's a, it's something interesting to talk about. Um, and as I, as I noted at the very top of the episode, I feel like it's maybe something that not enough is talked about at times. At least for sure, like it, with a respectful manner um, and a very thoughtful manner. I think it's very worth uh, having that conversation um, just to talk about death and being able to put it in perspective because. Mm-hmm. Through uh, my experience, for sure, I feel like I gained a lot of perspective in, into this kind of topic and, you know, have a lot more to talk about and think about as well. So, well, until next time, um, hopefully everyone uh, continues on with their bright day, um, <laughs> not s- spoiled. Hopefully this topic hasn't spoiled your day, um, but thank you for uh, tuning in to the Bamboo Star podcast. Uh, Until next time, I'm John. And I'm Asuta. Angelina. And we have been yours truly at the Bamboo Star Podcast. See you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.
Bamboo Star Podcast is an independent production in hopes of documenting our thoughts and experiences as Chinese individuals growing up in a Western culture. We thank you, the listener, for lending us your ears for this particular podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts and views on various subjects as well. Feel free to connect with us and the community on Twitter and Instagram at Bamboo Star Pod. Alternatively, any lengthier replies or comments can be sent to us at bamboostarpodcast at gmail.com.